Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, featuring dream-accelerating inspiration. I'm Jeff Meyer, your host, author, entrepreneur, and coach. My goal with this podcast is to help you identify and clarify your own dream by taking wisdom from others' successes and challenges. If you're looking to take action on your dream, to make a difference doing something you love, but your fears are holding you back, then this podcast is for you. If you're interested in finding additional support, you can also check out my Dream Accelerator coaching program designed to help realize your full potential and reshape your future. As always, you can learn more about my Dream Accelerator program at jeffmeyer.org. Using my Dream Accelerating formula, heart-centered entrepreneurs can focus on their dream, name their fears, change their mindset, define their next, and move forward anyway. Welcome back, fellow dreamers, to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Meyer. It's good to be with you again today. Thank you for watching or listening, whatever you're doing with this episode. We're grateful you're here. And I'm excited to have my next guest with us, uh, Mike Melton from Under Pressure Power Washing. I have met him recently in our BNI, which is a business networking international group uh, here in our um, community in Madison, Wisconsin. And Mike, it's been great to have you in that group. And thank you for signing up, being the first in the group, the BNI group, to sign up for a podcast. You are a brave man. I'm very happy that you're here today. Why don't you introduce yourself and let's hear more about what you're up to. Yes, thank you very much for having me and uh, yeah, excited to be here. And yeah, it's been a pleasure as well getting to meet you in the BNI group. So uh, that's been a great thing and excited to be on my first podcast. I listened to a lot of them, but never been on one. So excited to be here. Uh, my awesome. name yeah. So my name is Mike Melton. I'm the owner of Under Pressure Power Washing, an exterior cleaning company that specializes in low pressure soft washing, um, which is real safe and gentle. And then all your traditional power washing and uh, gutter cleaning and exterior cleaning needs. So, Awesome. And you, uh, you have a family? Do you... Yep. So yeah, I have a family. Um, I'm married to my beautiful wife and I have a uh, about an 18 month old uh, girl right now and a second one on the way. So, Well, congratulations. The reason I ask that is because this entrepreneurial journey that you're on is not something you take uh, by yourself. You uh, share this role together with your household. Why don't you tell, tell me the Genesis story the beginning story, how this uh, under pressure power washing LLC got its start. Where did it start? Yeah, so, and yeah, you're absolutely correct, especially with a spouse. Um, I often tell people that, you know, she's the real supporter and foundation of the business. And uh, absolutely. She pursued a career going to college and getting a degree and learning in a specific career. So that really went, I kind of started my business after she was graduating. And then that was really the real support and foundation um, financially to be able to keep going and start a business mm -hmm. and 
just total have all that risk on, you know, on myself, but also bringing her in as, you know, a part of the risk too. But yeah, she's been a great support. Um, couldn't have done it without her. Um, and of course, yeah, my main foundation being uh, going to God and his word for, for everything first, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, that's been so there's- a big key in part for myself and us together as a, a couple. Um, but yeah, the, the main journey and start of everything was um, just kind of that I've had an entrepreneurial spirit per se, um, doing some things and wanting to go after um, being a business owner and going that route. Never wanted to really go to college or school for anything, um, but then really just started looking into power washing because I used to paint. And uh, I started as a painter when I was about 17 years old. Um, I actually dropped out of high school, uh, just got my GED and just started to go to work. Um, And I worked for a painting company for four years and learned that I was good at painting, but quickly hated it and uh, didn't mind pressure washing. So (laughs) So that kind of had some experience. You had some experience with pressure washing in the painting business. Correct. That you were. Yeah. Yep. And you, so, you found that you liked that better than painting. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot better than uh, scraping the side of a house for eight, 10 hours a day and <laughs> and very satisfying. But yeah, I, re- I actually enjoyed that cleaning process. I enjoyed a lot of the painting process also, but the, the cleaning really was a big thing as far as cleaning the decks and we had to spray houses um, in preparation for the painting. So that's where I kind of got that the basics of that and knowledge from and love of power washing and my hatred of painting. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So you were 21 years old and tired of painting and you, you just flipped the switch and said, let's start something new. Is that how it happened? Not quite. Took a little bit after that. So Actually, I was in a different state at the time, um, and then I was moving out of state to start a new chapter of my life, um, just just another state away from Illinois to Wisconsin, uh, specifically. Mm -hmm. And then I started, I got a job at a factory. So I was working in the factory, um, you know, new scenery, new state. And that was really my first out of the house um, to say, and on my own. So I had actually um, got an offer from a company through a family friend that he was a uh, head engineer at this uh, metal building company. So I actually came up on the weekends for interviews while visiting my wife, which would have been my girlfriend at the time, got the job Mm -hmm. and decided, all right, this is it. I'm going to move up there and had a, a friend of my wife's as a roommate and pretty much took a thousand dollar loan from a credit union or something. And that paid for my rent and deposit until I started working and making a check. Wow. And how long did you work in the factory? So I actually worked in the factory for five years. Okay. And that's where after probably about a couple of years, to end of the second year, I was starting to look and realize like, this isn't for me going to the same place every day and also getting to experience the kind of the poor management ship, you know, managers and leadership of the workplace there. So that led, that started to open up that uh, mindset of, all right, what's next. 
And, you know, then I was about 25 at the time, 12, 23, 24, starting to look back at pressure washing and say, hey, is there a career in this? Can you start a business just washing things? And that's yeah. where it, it began. Tell me a little bit about the research prog- uh, process that you did. Uh, was it as simple as Googling and looking at other companies? What, what kind of process did you go through? to educate yourself in the process of thinking about starting this new company. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of a Google search that started it. Um, I Google search, probably power washing or something, you know, and you can lead mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole with searching stuff. And somehow right. I remember finding um, a convention in Orlando. And I was thinking to myself, holy cow, they do conventions for power washing. <laughs> like, no way this is the thing. So I started looking up conventions or power washing things. And then I'm like, wow, there's events that happen several times a year. And specifically being around the Madison, Wisconsin area, there's a store called the Power Wash Store in Milwaukee. And they were doing free training events um, kind of end of winter, just before spring in about end of April or so. And it was completely free. They were with another organization at the time that helped sponsor it. So free lunch, free training events um, on like sales, business, how to run equipment, all this stuff. They just all hosted themselves, you know, with the intention of bringing new and old washers in and learning and educating and also, you know, probably selling product and stuff. And that's when I was just like, well, that's just an hour and a half drive away. I can Mm -hmm. go to this. And I believe it was either end of summer or winter, and I knew that event was coming up. So I actually took two days, of, and I probably had three, four days of vacation maybe at the time. And I spent my two full days of vacation driving back and forth to Milwaukee and learning um, at this event, which then led on to them doing it every year. And I actually spent three years every spring, like... I would just work all year, you know, kind of be a zombie. And then I'd start looking at stuff also. And then I'd go back to this event and learn as much as I could. And that's when finally the third year going to this free event, I just said, you know what, this is it. And I think I'm going to get some equipment and see what happens. That's an amazing story. That's really cool. So three years of educating while you were grinding in the, in the factory doing something you didn't love uh preparing for that day and then did you when you launched under pressure power washing did you just flip the switch and go for it or did you do a side hustle for a while what how did you how did you launch it pretty much a kind of a side hustle so yeah it was you know always a part of the kind of skeptical and not sure what's going to work out that kind of deal and just like all right well let's give this a try and and I have realized lately that I am I do like to educate and educate myself as much as I can before really getting into something and that even goes down to products that I buy such as headphones or a new part I research and try and learn everything I can and sometimes I spend too much time doing that Um, but yeah I spent probably two summers once I got the equipment started an LLC um, started getting cards and things forming a real business but yet still on the side as far as working so I would actually work eight to 10 hours sometimes on overtime and then get off and then 
grab, jump in the truck and trailer and go wash a house just before dark um, for two summers, kind of just doing that. Wow. And then um, now you're doing this full time. This is a full time yep. deal and you've seen some growth and you're able to uh, make a living doing this. That's incredible. Yeah. How many years have you been full-time at under pressure power washing? So full-time would be, this is coming into my fourth full season. Okay. Yep. Wow. And I don't know much about power washing. So especially in Wisconsin, I, I'm imagining there is a, there's a season um, when the, when the snow starts flying, do you still do power washing? Or is this just a spring, summer, fall? Yeah, it's very, yeah, very seasonal, especially up here. So yeah, it's pretty much the season I count is April to November. And that's really it. You have literally a six month window to make all your revenue as you can. And that's not counting the days that are too cold and rainy and holidays. And so, yeah, it's really a short, short window. Um, for the seasonal work and there's other options but so far I've just gone um, more residential and commercial route and that really just has gone in from the April to November so yeah it's once uh, March comes it's it's kind of go time to start preparing for the season or prepare for the battle and the wars <laughs> per se and once it once April hits it, it's go time are you are you enjoying yourself doing this I am. Yeah. There's uh like any business owner would say, there's a lot of stressful times and a lot of days that you just question even four years in the business, you know, why am I still doing this or how can I still do this? But mm. for the most part, yes, I'm enjoying every minute of it, even through the bad times. And I do just love growing and, and new things coming ahead and just trying to, you know, get through those times and, and, just be successful through the bad and the good. And it's on you. You're not, it's your business, right? It's not someone else running it. You have the power to make your decisions. And that's, uh, that's a whole different ballgame, isn't it? Yes. That's probably the hardest and, and the easiest part. <laughs> it's like, it's right. the hard, you know, it's, it's a little bit of both. Cause it's, it's all on you to wake up every day and, you know, provide income for yourself and, and that additional income to your family. And there's no one else really doing it. You know, you have aids and systems to help with, you know, whether you're hiring out advertising or not, but uh, for the most part, yeah, it's up to you to make that income. And especially seasonal, you got six months, it's a short window and that's all you got to do it. Um, and that's where now I'm, I'm extending some things, adding on different things to try and extend that revenue. But that's also then the rewarding part where when you do have a successful week or something goes good or right, or you are able to take that vacation, you know, and, and that time off or do something a little more flexible than you would on a normal nine to five. That's also because of you and the hard work that you put in. And that's, that's really the, the best part that you try and think about and stay focused on. That's awesome. So you're you're um, ramping down uh, year four. Um, you're looking forward to year five. Yep. Talk to us a little bit about the challenges you see, the challenges and opportunities that are ahead of you in year five. What are the 
the big things you're going to be working on as a, as a business owner? Biggest things would be working on the business and not in it. Um, so that's where I've developed growing, um, not a huge growth, but it's, it's been going good every year growing. Um, so working on the business, just it's too, it's getting too much, uh, right now for myself as a single owner operator. So just looking to move to that next level of hiring someone full-time to work alongside me so that I can be, uh, you know, owner operator, and then also have a technician to be with me. And, and then continue that growth there to where I can get enough work and develop and work on systems, working on the business and get that growth yeah. to where have a guy or two on the truck and then I can get off the truck and really start driving the sales and marketing. And, and that's what's really coming into next year. Um, and this winter is going to be a lot of time focused on working on the business and systemizing the business and getting ready for that, that next step in growth. I love that scaling it, um, building yourself a team, which yep. brings up a whole new set of challenges, right? Managing Absolutely. people and uh, <laughs> making sure that the DNA that you're producing is being produced by all your workers. That's that's awesome. I love to hear that. Um, so along the way, whether it's the beginning part of the entrepreneurial journey or year five, thinking about building a team and scaling and getting off the truck so you can work on the sales and marketing. There is, um, there's fear that, that injects itself, that tempts us to stay stuck. And I, fear is a coward and it usually hides behind things like doubt, discouragement, delay, distractions, and things like that. Um, do you feel comfortable talking a little bit about some of the fears that you've experienced in this journey over the last uh, five, six years? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've gone through a lot. I've, you know, persevered through some and I go back to some of the same old ones and some new ones. So, you know, like they say, uh, I love the quote, like uh, doubt or fear will kill more dreams than failure ever will. That's absolutely true. Yep. So what are some of those that you've dealt with? Um, probably, especially starting out was just that fear of, you know, you know, nothing really like depending, like I had no business background. I, you know, I dropped out of high school. I got a GED. I mean, no education really. So I hadn't, you know, no idea that way, but I've had mentors and other people that have been in business. So that helped a lot, especially like uh, my father-in-law was in a business. So I was able to get some advice there, but really that fear of just like knowing what's, is this possible? Is it going to work out? Where do mm. I start all these things? And uh, just, yeah, like, obviously you don't want to start anything. You think you're going to fail. And of course you have that doubt and failure right away, just because it's something you've never done. Um, yeah. I've never started business or anything you know I've I've done some kind of side hustling as a kid I guess teenager growing up but never to that extent and uh one thing specifically I remember watching uh, I'm a big YouTuber so always YouTube and everything I can and I was watching a video a guy talking about business and this is actually what kind of led me to my real takeoff to want to pursue business 
was a video. He was he had a professor tell him that he said to be successful in business, you have to be in business. And he kind of was like, well, no, duh. Like, yeah, you got to be in business. But then he was like, I understood later that to be successful in business, you have to actually start. You have to be it. You can never be successful in business if you're not in business. And that was one of my fears was just like starting and going for it. And I was trying to do too much too at the same time and just kind of simplified it and was just like, all right, you don't need all the equipment in the world. Just get some equipment and just start because you never know where you're going to end up and you never know where the business is going to take you. So I'm like, you just have to start somewhere. Mm. And that really changed it for me. And it was just like, yeah, well, you never know until you try it and you got to just start. That's right. I mean, the the amount of overthinking we can do uh, and not take action just keeps us completely unavailable to the success that wants to happen, right? right. Um, and then the other thing is we we want to perfect everything and make sure we have everything we need before we get going. Well, we don't know what we need because we we aren't in the business, so we got to start. You got to take the first step and you've done that. And I'm sure in the last five years, you have added equipment, you have learned new skills, new ways to accomplish the work, new ways to sell and to market. Um, and you, you learn that on the job, you learn that in the business. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing that'll teach you more than actually doing that physical thing or starting the business or yeah I mean even a lot of schooling unfortunately that way you know happens and it's until you're actually out in the field doing it that's when you're going to learn the most so let me let me ask you this in year four this last year that's starting to uh, ramp down when we're recording this podcast um, what are some of the things you learned this year as a business owner um I'd say probably the biggest things is consistency this year. So like in the beginning of the year, I had started off great with being consistent on working on the business, but not so much in it or not as much on it, but as in it. And then that consistency started to kind of fall off as I got busy. So uh, learning just, you know, what is too much for myself, um, scheduling, overpacking my own schedule and not giving myself time. And I'm still to this day now, almost at the end of my season, just now starting to get back to like focusing on time blocking and scheduling out on the, to do the important things to work on the business versus I've just, you know, gotten so busy for myself that then I have no time to work on the business. And unless it is scheduled, I've learned it it won't happen. It's got to be time blocked on your schedule, specifically whatever that you need to get done, even setting aside that half an hour a day to work on the business or work on what you need to be doing instead of just hitting the alarm clock a little bit or or you're too tired mm-hmm. from washing three, four houses a day. <laughs> Absolutely. Put it on the calendar. Vision. Yep. Put it visioning the business business and developing your plan and working on your marketing and uh, social media or however you're going to market, 
if you don't calendar it, it won't get done. It'll get filled with, in your case, uh, washing houses or washing a business. Yep. Wow. That's, that's really good insight uh, for those of us who overschedule and overpack to work on the business, not just in it. Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, so we have an audience that listens that they're maybe thinking about, they've been thinking about maybe overthinking, all struggling with what we've just been talking about. And they're, they've got an idea. They've got something they want to do um, to be on their own, but they haven't pulled the trigger yet. What would you like to say to them today? I'd like to say, like we talked about, just uh, just finally going for it. And, you know, whether whatever they're trying to start, I would say continue to educate yourself, um, learn about as much as you can, um, and then maybe kind of kind of do a brain dump, per se, to just write everything down. You're thinking if you're doing so much, you've got so many thoughts and you want to do so many things, write it all down, make your list, um, look at all the possibilities, the negatives, the, the pros, the cons, everything, and then as much as you can, simplify that and say, well, where can I start? Where's the, the easiest place to start and just make a next move? to continue forward in what you want to do versus thinking of all this stuff. And like I said, I, I was that, that guy who just was thinking, overthinking it. And like, mm-hmm. I need all this equipment. I need, you know, this, this, and that to get started. And really I just had to stop and think and simplify it. And I was just like, well, I could have all that. And really uh, also someone had told me, you know, you don't want to do everything at once, right? You just try not try not to be good at everything, but be great at one thing. So if you can just start somewhere and be and work on being the best that you can possibly be at that one thing, then you can start to expand your business and do more and just simply get started. I love that. And you are starting to do that. You're you're thinking year five, you're starting to think about some expansion but you've gotten really good at that one thing and, and get started, do something before you do everything. (laughs) Um, That's wonderful, wonderful feedback. I I appreciate that so much, Mike. So man, you, you wash houses, you wash businesses, uh, you wash anything, right? Exterior wise. I mean, uh, driveways and sidewalks or, decks yeah just about everything outside uh most of my work has been residential which i actually love uh didn't think i'd like it as much um but i really enjoy the home service side of things and mm. i just really do love people and interacting with people and just getting yeah. to meet new people and help get to serve people and just provide a excellent experience and customer service for them um, so that is most of my work where, yeah, I'm, I'm specializing in the low pressure cleaning. So I'm uh, gently but effectively cleaning houses. And yeah, I've done various things as far as decks. And I also low pressure clean uh, roofs. I can remove those black streaks off the roofs, which is kind of a little bit different that people don't know about. And then all your traditional, yeah, concrete cleaning. And, um, and then on the commercial side, apartments and condo buildings. Um, 
and lots of different avenues that way. So that's awesome. I asked that because there are people listening, thinking, learning about your, your entrepreneurial story and, and figuring out how they're going to grow from that. But then there's people that are just looking for like, I, we need to find a good power washer. So um, how can people get in touch with you? So what's the best way to connect with what you're doing? Yeah, they can give me a call or text at 608-490-3005, or they can visit my website at underpressurepowerwashingllc.com. And there's tons of pages on there on all my services, as well as a contact page. Um, if anyone is looking for pressure washing around the Madison, uh, Wisconsin area, or any other listeners anywhere in the country that just want to chat or talk about anything business related, or I'm more than happy to help what I can and, and share my experiences and my journey. So they can email or contact or call me that way too. It's very generous, Mike. I appreciate that so much. Thank you uh, for sharing some thoughts today. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, I love it. I am excited for you and what the future holds and uh, blessings on that new baby that's coming and your growing family, even as you're growing your business. It's a wonderful time to be a business owner and uh, really enjoyed talking with you today. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, fellow dreamer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, jeffmeyer.org, for all of the show notes and links. And when you're ready to move from overthinking about your dream to actually taking action on it, consider joining the Dream Accelerator community. Our clients are getting crystal clear on their dream with our Dream Generator Vivid Description 5-Step Process. They're discovering the truth about fear and how to use it as fuel to take courageous steps in the right direction. And most importantly, they are walking a clear path forward because they have made an investment in themselves to confidently realize their dreams. The results are so inspiring. Having coaching and companions on the dream journey is crucial. Remember, fear will come, fear will stay. Move forward anyway.